0: give you time to catch your breath just for a second. Hallelujah. Wow. Isn't that fun, eh, hey? church? Where else would you want to be on a Sunday morning like this? On the first day of a new week, eh? Yeah. That was awesome, honey, Anna. Awesome. Praise God what God's doing in our lives. He's giving us breakthrough, you know? It's just so great. I'm excited about what God's doing and excited at the moment. And I'm just, uh, I think it's very important that we're moving into this uh, subject this month, this topic of breakthrough. And I know that there's many in the congregation here today that need a breakthrough in their lives. You know, many of us, who we don't want to go through the storm. We'd rather just go around it. But God's going to give you a breakthrough the storm. He's going to give you a breakthrough your trials and your tribulations. It's necessary that you flex your spiritual muscles in order that you get strong. So that Jesus said, he said, in this world, you will have tribulation. You will have tribulation and praise God it seems to come on a daily basis glory to God <laughs> hallelujah but he takes us through he said be of good cheer i've overcome the world hallelujah oh, i love that from daniel this morning in the communion eh yeah. wasn't that good he broke so that we don't need to break he's blazed the trail through all the trials that we could ever experience you know the greatest breakthrough Uh, that ever happened in the history of the world was when Jesus took the bread the night that he went to the cross and he was among the disciples and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. What a breakthrough. He went into death for us. He destroyed him that had the power of death. He delivered us who through fear of death were all our lifetime subject to bondage. What a victory in our Lord Jesus Christ. He broke through and he made a way where there was no way. You know, when I was younger, I was far away from God, lost and out in the world. And I needed a breakthrough in my life. Honey, Anna's spoken of uh, depression. And I guess many people go through that. And out there in a world that promises so much, we find very quickly as we go out into the world that it delivers so little. And it leaves us destitute and in need. But praise God, I had a breakthrough when I turned away from myself and going my own way. I set out in life like you all, all like, and like Isaiah said, all we like sheep go astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. But when we come to Christ, like Honeyanna's done, and like so many others have done, in, in, in Excite here, and throughout the world, we turn, we repent, we, we have a change of heart. We turn away from ourselves and we receive Jesus. That's why communion is so precious. What a breakthrough. And I remember when I came to the Lord. That's why I'm so excited about Honiana, just, I remember when I received Jesus and just wanted to sing hymns wherever I went. Just feeling my whole world had changed. I was brought up in a Christian family, but, and I wasn't going to give you my testimony, but I, at the time I got saved, I was smoking two packets a day. I was swearing every second word. That stopped immediately. God changed it. The night I received Jesus, I repented. I turned away from it all. Don't go back to uh, feed on the the things that will never give you lasting satisfaction and joy. God wants to give you a breakthrough in life. And you'll have that breakthrough when you get your eyes upon Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. He is the King of all kings. He is the Lord Of all lords, he is his royal majesty, Lord Jesus Christ. And we love to worship him and we love to praise him and we love to be free in his presence and we love to lift him up. Glory to God. I'm excited about Jesus. Others are too. Hallelujah. The Bible says he that has the son has life. But he that doesn't have the son of God does not have life. Do you know, you can tell when somebody's got the son, he puts a smile on a dial. We're changed Hallelujah. glory to God. Breakthrough. Today I want to speak of God of the breakthrough, God of the breakthrough. We're going to read first in second uh, Samuel 5 verse uh, 18 to 20. And this is King David, man, he had some breakthroughs in his life, and he's just uh, been anointed king and then and then uh, and then he gets the trials. It's, it seems to just when you... Something good happens. There seems to be a trial coming along, doesn't there? You ever experienced that in life? Well, suddenly the Philistines are out to get him. Remember how he killed their, their great warrior, Goliath, who wasn't really as big as he looked, really? Not in David's eyes anyway. He was in the eyes of the rest of the Israelites. But David brought him down. Suddenly the Philistines hear he's anointed king, and they come down, and they want to get, a, get after him. Verse 18. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim, Verse 19, so David inquired of the Lord. A good, uh, that's a good thing to do. Right there. Hey, did you ever think, but before you go out in the day and, and face the next day or tomorrow, that you need, early in the morning, you need to inquire of the Lord. That's a good thing to do right there. David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you? See, he's not relying on his flesh. His own strength. Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. Hallelujah, that's all we need. Hey, God of the breakthrough. Verse 20, so David went to uh, Baal-perazim and David defeated them there and said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of waters. Therefore, he called the name of that place baal parasim, Baal is like God, parasim um, breakthrough, God of the breakthrough. It's like a breakthrough of waters. You ever made a dam at the beach and then all of a sudden the water goes over it in a stream, suddenly it breaks through. God wants to give you a breakthrough this morning, just like the water, just washing the sand away, just, just, just breaking forth, breaking, whatever your trial is today, it's not too big for God. You might find restricted. And, and, and held back and, and confined to, and, and like a, a reservoir that's just getting bloated and just feel like, you just feel like bursting. Well, God's going to break through for you against your enemies, and He's going to give you a victory. Hallelujah. If you inquire after Him like David did. If you look to Him. If you try in your own strength, you're doomed to fail. Take it from me. I've tried that. I've tried both. I'd rather look to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God of the breakthrough. He is God of the breakthrough in time of trouble. Don't tell me you don't have tribulations in this world. God wants you to have a breakthrough this morning. I'm excited about this. You can ask yourself this morning, in what area do I need a breakthrough in my life? Just take time to pause and just think, what is it that I really need a breakthrough in today? What what is my complaint or what, what is it that uh, propels me forward? Or what, what am I passionate about? What is it, what is it that I, I need? It might not be a complaint. It might not be something real bad. But there just might be some area where you need a breakthrough in. Yeah. Hey, we as a church, we, we, we're always looking for a breakthrough in praise and worship. That when we come on a Sunday morning, everyone gets involved and, and, and offer the best to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. A breakthrough where we're all one. Praising and bringing the basket of our first fruits and honouring God with the best of what he's given us throughout the week. Hallelujah. We appreciate him. But what is it that, that you need today? Is it um, uh, you're needing a breakthrough in your health? You know there's people that need a breakthrough in their health and excite. Praise God. God has a breakthrough for us. I believe that. And in your habits, perhaps there's some habits that have followed you from the world. And you, and you haven't quite got the victory over them yet. Just, just pause and think about that for a, mo- for a moment. What are those habits that you need a breakthrough in? What about your finances? I think we'd all put our hand up for this one. Thank you, Jesus. What about in your relationships? Husband and wife. Yeah, family members, children, father and daughter, grandparents, mother-in-law. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Praise God for our mother-in-laws. Um, outreach in this church yes we would love and excited to have a breakthrough in Northland that's what we need to see hundreds and hundreds of people just coming in well let me tell you God is a God of breakthrough we look to him this morning hallelujah what about your emotions oh yeah is this for the man or for the woman for the man I actually think it could be maybe it's for both hallelujah is your, is, is your heart broken? Maybe Jesus was sent to bind up the brokenhearted, was he not? Some need to have a breakthrough uh, and be broken free of those insecurities that bind them on a daily basis, yeah? We can always point the finger at the other person, can't we? You know? It's so easy to be able to apply the word, oh yeah, and sit here this morning and say, yeah, I know, boy, I wish I brought so-and-so along. They need a breakthrough. Well, what about you? Don't be so pious as you sit in your seat there, you know. Just because you've been on the road with the Lord for 20 or 30 years, you can't stay. You don't need a breakthrough in your life. Come on. Don't sit there piously looking at me as though, you know. Come on. The Word is for you, Paul. Amen. Thank you. God of the breakthrough. Health is a big one. Health is a big one. You know, we had, uh, we had a, a great trial with James, and I asked him if I could speak about that this morning. I'm not going to go into any detail, but a couple of years ago, almost two years ago, he was really at a low ebb, and for years, you know, he had been struggling with this his health problem, and we were praying and we we're looking for doctors, and and we were having faith in God, and, and sometimes trials that we go through don't it just doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes the pressing into God. Sometimes it takes patience. After all, patience is part of the fruit of the spirit, and. uh He had got to the stage where he couldn't work at all. But praise God, the last year and a half, he now has got to the stage where he's working eight hours a day again. Glory to God. And we're believing for more. This is a young man. He's my son. He's my only son. I'm very proud of my son, James. He is an awesome son. God has a great plan for his life. I believe that. There's a great anointing on his life, and God's going to bring him into it day by day. I believe that, James. You're a chosen. Come on. Hallelujah. And I'm proud of you, James. You're awesome. You need to know that. Glory to God. I do tell them at home as well. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's sometimes hard to sing and shout and come along here in the morning in time of troubles, isn't it? If our troubles are just so heavy that we just don't feel free. You know? And you can tell. It becomes obvious to others when that's the case. But God wants us to walk free. Yeah. To just experience one breakthrough after another in our lives. To walk with Him by faith. And God's way is different to man's way. Uh, man's way is to work real hard. To try harder. Well, I've tried that. You know, nothing seems to work for me. I'm, what else do, am I supposed to do? Nothing. Trust in the living God. Listen to His voice. Just do what he requires you to do. Sometimes it's only the basics of life, and he will bless you. And be patient in doing that. But God's man's way is to work. But God's way, as he said to Joshua, remember Joshua, he led the children of Israel uh, through uh, the uh, Jordan and into the land of Canaan, and they came across Jericho, and uh, they went around for seven days. On the seventh day, they did it seven times and shouted a shout of victory. And God's way is like he says to uh Joshua, he says, see, I have given Jericho into your hands. I have given Jericho into your hands. You know, God had given the children of Israel salvation. He had brought them 40 years earlier out of Egypt. He had taken them through the wilderness. He had given them divine health. He had sustained them, and He had fed them. He had, and now He wants to bring them into the land of Canaan. He wants to prosper them. And, 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 and just like life, they went on a journey And don't get discouraged. You're still on the journey, my brother and sister. Sometimes the journey's long. Sometimes you've got to be patient. But God, God's way is that He will do it, and He'll do it at just the right time. And generally that's the 11th hour or just one minute before midnight, and that's fine. Because we'll just get to have to trust Him a little bit more. When all looks terrible, God comes through, doesn't He? Hallelujah. Because He is God of the breakthrough. Now in Psalm 95 Uh, Verses 1 to 3, it says, the psalmist here says, Oh, come. He's encouraging us to praise the Lord. Oh, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Oh, I love a rock. I love a rock. Something that's firm. I often say to people when they're in trouble, find a rock and stand on it. Let that rock be Jesus. Hallelujah. A firm foundation for our lives. Where are we? Oh, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms for the Lord. Shout. I love that shouting, Hey, eh? We do a bit of shouting here at Excite. Did you notice that this morning? Even on stage and we yell out. You know, that's actually scriptural. We shout for joy. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We believe the whole of the word, eh? Glory to God. <laughs> Uh, let us shout joyfully to him in Psalms, for the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. Why? Because he's the God of the breakthrough. He's the God of your breakthrough. He's got a breakthrough for you. Hallelujah. Now, when you go to Matthew chapter 1, chapter one, we read of the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can read it in Luke as well. And actually, I like Luke's because there's a bloodline that runs right from the Old Testament right through into the, to the cross to Jesus. But you know where it starts? Who does it start with? No, not Adam. I thought it started with Adam. It starts with God. Adam, who is the son of God, it says in Luke. It, the bloodline comes right from God himself. Read in Luke. Hey, hallelujah. Sorry, I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> but what we see in Matthew chapter 1, we see that uh, verse 3, and we got Judah, he was a son of Jacob, and uh, he begat Perez and Zerah by Tamar. And there's a whole story connected with that that I'm not going to get into because Tamar pretended to be a prostitute, and then she got pregnant. She had two kids. We're going to go back and just have a look about the birth of those two children. But this is critical to what we're uh, talking about this morning. Um, so Judah, his son was Perez. You know, it's similar to Perism. We read about God of the breakthrough. Baal Perism. So um, we go, now, Peres means breakthrough. That was Judah's son. Or it means he broke out. He broke out. And if you go back to Ge- Genesis, we find out how he got that name. In Genesis 38, verse 28 to 30, God's got all these illustrations, you see. That's why we're taking a bit of time just to follow through and just see what God's trying to say to us. An illustration form here by the names of the people in this bloodline. And there's many more illustrations, but in, if you've got Genesis 38, verse 28 to 30, it says, And so it was when she, that is, a Tamer, was, uh, was giving birth, that one put out his hand, and the midwife took a scarlet thread and bound it on his hand, saying, This one came out first. So just a hand popped out, okay? (coughs) Awesome. Don't normally have a hand pop out first, do we? It's usually the head, isn't it? (coughs) Hallelujah. This is a good subject. I quite like this. Anyway, I won't go there. 29. Then it happened, (coughs) as he drew back his hand, that his brother came out unexpectedly. They must have been having a wrestling match already. And she said, how did you break through? This breach be upon you therefore they called his name Perez. Hey, incredible, eh? Means breakthrough, Perez, or he broke out. Afterwards, his brother came out who had the scarlet thread on his hand, and his name was called Zera. But he had the scarlet thread, the midwife put it on his hand, but it was really Judah, Perez, they came through the bloodline of Christ, didn't they? So Judah, now that's Behras. Now his father, there's a story connected with his father as well, who was Judah. And um, Jacob was Judah's father. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob's name was changed to Israel, the whole nation of Israel. And um, Jacob's um, father, sorry, Jacob was Judah's father. Uh, Then the Lord, it says, um, if we go back to, um, there's a story around that. If you go back, you find out that Jacob, he ended up serving for his wife. Do you remember the story around that, Jacob? He loved this woman, Rachel, whose father was Laban. But she also had a sister called Leah. And Laban made Jacob work for him. They were related, but he said, "Oh, yeah, you come in. You can, you can make your, your if I know with us. And, uh, but if you work for seven years, seven years, you can have Rachel. I'll give you my daughter. Well, he said, I'll give you my daughter's hand in marriage. He loved Rachel. When it, I wonder how many here of you men would actually serve hard labor for, for seven years for your wife, for your woman. Come on, Reuben Wood. Sometimes we like a free lunch. We think we get married. We can just sit around like a slob and just get our wives to do everything. Come on." Where's the hard labor? Where's the men? See, in God's kingdom there's no wimps. There's men. Yeah? Glory to God. I, that's for free. <coughs> Where was I? Hard labor. So then then it comes to the wedding and I I don't know quite how they did it. I think they had a pretty pretty thick veil, you know, and at nighttime maybe, but she, Laban brought out his daughter for Jacob, and because in the morning he wakes up and finds, "Hello, it's not even Rachel, it's Leah." What a dirty one! So he says, well, and then he got, can you imagine how right you've served hard labor for seven years, and then suddenly he wakes up in the morning, he's married to the wrong chick. <laughs> That'd be terrible. And Laban said, "Well, no, she's the oldest; you can have it. Yeah, but serve me another seven years, and you can have Rachel." So he had to do fourteen years. Come on, it's time to man up. Hang in there. Hang in there. He got Rachel. But what happened was, God saw this. Rachel was beautiful. Leah was probably a little bit more practical than beautiful. (laughs) But, But what God did, he shut up Rachel's womb. And Leah had children, and Rachel didn't. And her fourth son was Judah. And we read in Genesis 24, so there's a whole story around this. There's a whole breakthrough theme coming through this, you know, it's pretty, some of these trials that you read about in the Bible are pretty big, and uh, so she conceived again and bore a son, and said, this is Judah, uh, Judah that's born her fourth son, now I will praise the Lord, therefore she called his name Judah, now Judah means praise, now his son, so there's Judah, Jacob's son Judah, and he had his son, which was Perez, breakthrough, See, praise, Judah, gives birth to Perez, which is breakthrough. Praise gives birth to breakthrough. That's why it's so important that we're free here on a Sunday morning and we're here praising with all our heart, not just standing at the back going like this. That's why I'm so passionate about praising the Lord. Some of us here are passionate about giving Him our all, not some hard, hard, half-hearted attempt. Praise gives birth to breakthrough. Praise God. It's a, it's, it's a kingdom principle. It's awesome. Praise produces breakthrough. If you want breakthrough in your life, let God be the God of your breakthrough. Yes? Don't look to yourself. Don't look at all the problems. Don't look at your trouble. Don't look at your trial. Whatever... Whatever you concentrate and look at it and give attention to, it, it grows. It gets bigger. Yeah. But if you look to the Lord and you look to the God of your breakthrough, your trial and your troubles will get smaller. If you have faith in him and in his word and not in the circumstances and definitely not in your feeling, woman, woman, men, I mean, woman, <laughs> man, I mean, both of you, hallelujah. Faith, not feelings. Glory to God. He is, let him be the guide of your breakthrough. You know, there's been many times in my um, business that I've had many, many trials to go through since I've been uh, running a business. And Ruth has stood beside me and she's encouraged me. But there's been huge trials. But God is the one that has brought the breakthrough. It wasn't that I always had faith the whole way through and didn't think, and, and didn't come to the place of uh, despair or end up in the slough of despond and just be feeling so hard done by. I've come to places, you know, like Wits End Corner and and where there seemed no way out. And then it's been God that's brought me through. And I've had a a wonderful wife that stood with me for 25 years, encouraging me. And we do life as a family and my children, they're encouraging me. Hallelujah. And I've experienced breakthrough after breakthrough in life. And God wants to give you a breakthrough. You already know the breakthrough that you were looking for at the start of the service. You were thinking about that breakthrough earlier on. Awesome. We're right on time. So when you see um, Judah, now the 12 tribes of Israel in the wilderness, when they marched out, Judah led his army. We read about that in Numbers uh, 10. And uh, Judah marched behind their banner, and they, that, that um, army went out first. Judah means praise. Praise went first. Jesus is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. We've mentioned that before, but it's important. All this has significance. He is the King of praise. He said, we're well, two or three are gathered together. There I am in the midst of them. So when Jesus is here, His Royal Majesty, and He is today, thank you, Lord, we love your presence. We acknowledge it today. Lord Jesus Christ, we love you. Because you first loved us, and you broke through for us, Lord. And we so appreciate that this morning. Hallelujah. And he's here today. He is the king of praise. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And praise will give birth to breakthrough. We need to be a praising people. There needs to be a shout of praise. Honey, Anna knows that when we went to Arise, think of the praise. They were praising and worshiping all the time. That's what we're going to be like here. Hallelujah. That's, that's us. Praising until a sound flows out through our whole region. We, gotta, we are that city set on a hill that cannot be hid. The great warrior David, King David, he said for us to enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts and enter his courts with praise. Yes, praise comes first. Religion and troubles has always successfully taken praise out of the church. The shout has been dulled down by religion. Religion is me trying to be like Jesus, giving it my best shot rather than having faith in Him, trying to be righteous rather than receiving the gift of His perfect righteousness. Hallelujah. And it'll take the shout out of your mouth and you'll come along and you'll feel, well, why is it that I'm so bankrupt? Why are all of a sudden barren? God wants you to look back to the King of kings and Lord of lords, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the King of praise. Praise gives birth to breakthrough. When we're born again, we receive the DNA of Jesus. We believe here and excite new creation. We be, we're not trying to change Adam into Jesus. We believe that Jesus was the last Adam, and he led that, or that first order of creation into death. And he was the firstborn out of death of a new creation. And if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, and old things have passed away. They're all nailed to the cross. They're all buried in the tomb. And all things have become new. Don't go around thinking you're a sinner. You're a saint. And you're a saint not because you stopped sinning. You're a saint because you received the righteousness of God in Christ. You're a saint because you've been separated Unto God through the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. You're more than a conqueror this morning. You receive the DNA of Christ when you get born again. You have begun a new life, a great life. It's the life of our breakthrough King, Lord Jesus Christ. His royal majesty. Hallelujah. Psalm 94 verse 4 says, Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. And then it says, Selah. That means think about this. Ever praising you, not just on a Sunday morning. That's only one hour in the week. What are you doing at home? Are you having a pity party or are you ever praising him? Are you giving the best part of your day to the Lord? We give the Sunday, the first day of the week. We bring the best part of the week to the Lord. We come here, we serve one another. We uh, come here to offer our praise to the Lord. Are you giving him the best part of your day? Do you get up and the first thing you think about, is it your trouble or is it the Lord? Are you rejoicing in him? Are you giving him the first fruits of your day? The Bible tells us uh, to give him in Proverbs 3, to give him the first fruits of all your increase. And then it says your barns, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be overflowing with new wine. And wine in the Bible speaks of joy. Hallelujah. I'm happy. Are you happy, Honiana? Yeah. (laughs) Come on. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Wow, merry heart is good like a medicine. A broken spirit will dry your bones. It says that in the Word. Maybe it means what it says, I don't know. You know, every time you have a good laughing fit for five minutes, you've taken a, a far better dose of medicine than the doctors could ever give you. It's medicine when you laugh. It releases medicine into your body. That's how God's designed us, that when we have praise, things get broken off. When we worship Him when we give Him the glory, when we understand who we are in Christ and that we're more than conquerors and and we we make a joyful noise to the Lord, things in our lives get broken off because we're taking our medicine. Hallelujah. Oh, I love the medicine. Glory to God. And I love the fact that God takes delight in people that come from dysfunctional fam- families and dysfunctional lifestyles and where there is so many great trials that they need a breakthrough in. God can do that. You know, we have many uh, times of trouble throughout Northland. There's, there's drug addiction and there's sexual immorality, alcoholism. Suicide's a big one, a very big one in the North. We don't hear about how bad it is. It's extremely bad there's many things broken families marriages that are breaking it's time to come back to God the God of breakthrough it's time for our nation to turn to him he is the one with the answer not the media and not people that are looking that are born looking down at the dust you know that was part of the curse what happened when Adam and Eve sinned he said you're going to be tilling the ground that's why they had the leeks and the onions and, and, and the cucumbers in Egypt that they got from the ground. But when they're coming to Canaan, they were were li- lifting up their hands and picking fruit off fruit trees. You need to lift your eyes out of the dust, out of your trouble, out of your trials, and look to the Lord. And trust in the God of breakthrough. He has breakthrough for you this morning. Hallelujah. Vance Havner Hem- told a story about an elderly lady who was greatly disturbed by her many troubles, both real and imaginary. Finally, someone from her family tactfully told her, Grandma, we've done all that we can for you. You'll just have to trust God for the rest. A look of absolute despair spread over her face as she replied, Oh dear, has it really come to that? I've got to trust God for the rest. It's crazy, isn't it? Haven't I commented, It always comes to that. So we might as well begin with that because he is God of the breakthrough. Why do we try everything else and then finally come, oh dear, do we really have to trust God? Is that all I've got? Hallelujah. God is God of the breakthrough. You might have been continually wandering in life here today. Someone here wandering through life, bumping your head against the glass ceiling, thinking that you're... uh, Very confined and limited. It might be in the area of business or your finances or even in your health. It could be in your relationships. It could be in any area of life. And you need a breakthrough this morning. And I want to tell you, God is the God of breakthrough. And learn to get your eyes on Him and start to praise Him and thank Him and receive from Him. I want to tell you, He'll give you more than you could ever imagine. Because He's already blessed you with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ. And by faith, as you have your eyes on Him, you start to receive And then you receive, and then you receive, and you continue to worship Him and praise Him through every trial, through every tribulation in life, and you keep receiving from Him, and you receive your breakthrough because Jesus is Lord, and He is the breakthrough King, and God our Father, our Dad, is the God of breakthrough, and He's got breakthrough for you this morning. Hallelujah. Praise gives birth to breakthrough. Perhaps I've been speaking to you this morning, and I know I've been speaking to you all, and God's been speaking to me. So that's all good. We're all in this together. But perhaps there's some here today that uh, you need a breakthrough in salvation. Perhaps you've never fully made Jesus Lord of your life. You might have gone through the motions, but really, you need to make Him Lord. You, wanted, you took Him as Savior, but you're still going your own way, and you're still Lord of your own life and your own destiny, and you're no... Who I'm talking to you if that's you and you'll know if he's fully Lord of your life and as we often say here if he's not Lord of all he's not Lord at all but this morning you can make him Lord of your life you can receive Jesus as Lord into your heart this morning just with every head bowed and every eye closed if that's you I'm speaking to this morning and God's been speaking to you and you know you know you need a breakthrough in life it's got to start with making Jesus as Lord we started this message this morning and the communion this morning talking about the greatest breakthrough of all that we could have, and that was at the cross. That was when Jesus took the bread and broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Will you take Jesus as Lord today? Will you receive Him as Lord of your life? He died on the cross for you, for your sin. Christ died for our sins. But it didn't stop there. He was buried, and then He rose again, and He now lives for you. But if you take Him as as Lord, you will have His DNA. If you make Him Lord of your life and you receive Him as Lord today, He will give you a great breakthrough in your life. And it'll only be the start of breakthroughs. It'll only be the first step that you take. And there'll be many more to follow it. Breakthrough after breakthrough as you have faith in God. If that's you today that the Lord's speaking to you and you want to receive Jesus and make Him Lord of your life today, please put your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Is there anyone else? God wants to be Lord of your life. He wants to bring breakthrough into your life. If that's you this morning, I just want to wait just a few seconds more. Please put your hand up if you haven't put it up. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Awesome. Praise God. Just with every head bowed, I just want us to pray together. And uh, we're just going to pray this prayer. If you put your hand up and uh, we can pray with it pray along, or we can just invite. What I'm going to do is just get you to invite the Lord Jesus into your heart and life, and just to confess your sin to Him. So, Lord, I confess and turn from my sin. Let's repeat that. Lord, I confess and turn from my sin. I believe that you died and now live for me. I receive you as my Savior. I confess you are my Lord from now on. Thank you for the gift of your life. Thank you for breakthrough in my life. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you haven't been baptized, once you receive Jesus, it's important that we go and bury the old man. The old man, Adam, that just tries uh, to work under his own strength and, and, and the old self-centered person. We need to bury him in the waters of baptism. And then you'll be raised up to walk in newness of life because Jesus is Lord of your life. Praise God. Now we're going to rise together and we're going to sing a praise song, I guess, I presume.